The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the show? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the south side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes May 10th. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Nutters. It is Wednesday, June 16th, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Pinch hitting for the vacationing Dave Biddle. Lucky to be joined by the Dean of Ohio State Recruiting, Bill Curlick. Bill, how goes it? Morning. It's a beautiful Chamber of Commerce day. At least it looks like it here in Columbus as the sun comes up. And we got camp number five out of six to go do today. Uh, six days of camp, I should say. So, so we're ready to get started again for another day. The kids start registering around eight thirty or so, and the actual camp starts around nine thirty. Bill has been doing yeoman's work. Bill always does yeoman's work, but you have noticed it in earnest since June first, as the pandemic restrictions have been lifted. Ohio State has been, as I've said, a tsunami of visitors. Bill, set the scene for us: how the camps are going. We talked a little bit before the show. There are the classic camp days where there are 800 kids outside and Terry McLaurin and Eric Glover Williams and Paris Campbell are fighting for a scholarship offer inside the WAC. What's it like for a kid who's coming to camp at Ohio State? It's really similar to the, quote, old days, um, uh, but a little bit different in that uh, not as many kids are there, and they did that on purpose. Um, They broke the camp up into two sections a big man's session in the morning and then a skill session in the afternoon. And then they also, they, they really wanted to kind of keep the numbers down a little bit lower, um, you know, post COVID and all that kind of stuff. Um, so the biggest difference is just the sheer numbers and the slight change in format. And I, and I know talking to people um, at Ohio state that they're happy with this format. So I f- tend to think that it'll continue on into the future. Um you know, other than that, you know, you've got, uh, you know, the high state coaches working with all the kids, both inside and outside. Sometimes the top groups are inside and sometimes they're outside. Um, yesterday, for instance, it was such a great day that basically they did everything outside. You know, they got all those outdoor fields and uh, it was a great day. So they took advantage of it. Um, one day, I think it was last week, uh, a lot of it was inside just because the weather wasn't very good and it was a little bit rainy off and on. So, um, you know, that those are the biggest differences now. Um, generally speaking, um, the, the top kids uh, are in um, one group that follows around their position coach all, all day or all, all, all camp. For instance, uh, um, you know, Tony Alford is going to be – with 
the top group of running backs for, for a good portion of the time or all the time. Al Washington is going to be with the top group of linebackers and so on. Let's get into yesterday. There were some very impressive players in town. What jumped out at you? Well, uh, probably the biggest thing that jumped out at me was just how good Troy Bowles is. I mean, he is a spectacular player. You know, I expected a good player, no doubt about it. He's even better than I thought he was going to be. Um, you know, he, as I put on uh, my camp wrap up uh, of what I saw, what I heard, and all, yeah, you know, he's a very top of the board guy for 2023. Uh, he could call Ryan Day this morning and say, I'm ready to commit, and he would be a Buckeye if he wanted to. Um, so that's probably what jumped out at me the most. Uh, I thought another interesting prospect uh, doesn't happen too often, very, actually, very seldom. Um, Caleb Johnson. He's out of uh, Hamilton, Ohio. He's a 2022 prospect. And he started the day, started the session working at running back and was good. Um, certainly did the job there. But then they moved him over to linebacker, and I thought he was even better. And, you know, the, they talked to him afterwards, and they, and they basically let him know that, you know, he, you're on the board now. You know, we're going to consider you for an offer. So that's something to watch. Okay, for those of you looking for sleeper picks out of Cincinnati, Mayan Williams wasn't on board until very late, and people have great hopes for Meatball. So this is not that much of an upset that a guy can blossom like that and still become a Buckeye. Another guy in town was David Hicks. He had an offer list to kill for and got an offer from Ohio State. Yeah, he um, wasn't quite as tall as I thought um, was going to be. I think they measured him in at 6'3", 6'3 half, but he was very good. Uh, he's an outstanding prospect, too. He's a defensive tackle out of Allen, Texas. He'll be playing for Allen this season. He played for uh, a different school in Texas last year, but uh, he'll play for Allen. And Allen, of course, I don't think they've lost a game in like eight or nine years or something. You know, they, they never lose, basically. So he'll enjoy it there, I'm sure. But he he's certainly has himself on the board now, too. He wasn't offered prior to camp, but he was one that I certainly expected to get an offer, and he did. Uh, moves very well for a kid his size, and, and he was clearly the standout among uh, the campers in the morning, the big, the, the big guys, the offensive and defensive linemen. Bill, I suppose we have to address this. One of the guys who was at camp dropping by, maybe he was out picking up something to eat, that is Sonny Styles out of the Pickerington area. I bring this up because uh, he became a little more noteworthy to Bucknutters when Notre Dame insider Tom Loy flipped a crystal ball for Sonny Styles to attend Notre Dame. You've got Marcus Freeman as his lead recruiter there and his brother who plays wide receiver there. But everybody listening to this podcast probably assumed Sonny Styles would be a Buckeye because he's a Columbus native with an offer. You asked him about it. What do you think of Sonny Styles and his current recruiting situation? I think, like I've thought for quite some time, that there's a good chance he'll end up at Notre Dame or Ohio State, one of the two. Uh, and I still feel that way. Uh, but it's that even that is not a done deal. He told me yesterday, he said, my recruitment is open. He said that uh, my dad is not trying to influence me, uh, push me to go to Ohio State. And my brother's not trying to push me to go to Notre Dame. He said that they just want me to go where I feel most comfortable. And he said, I'm going to take my visits and I'm going to see where I feel most comfortable. He starts a Southern tour this Friday 
he'll he'll start with North Carolina and then he visits a, a bunch of big schools, including Alabama in the South. And, you know, it's possible that he goes to one of those places and loves it. Uh, I ask him, are you at all close? I ask him, first of all, about the uh, what do you think about that crystal ball pick to Notre Dame? And he said, interesting. So, you know, absolutely he could end up at Notre Dame. And absolutely, I still think he could end up at Ohio State or maybe Alabama or wherever he feels comfortable. He really doesn't want to decide anytime soon, but he did leave that door open that after he gets back from this Southern trip, if he just feels one of these schools, whether it be Ohio State, Notre Dame, wherever, North Carolina is the right one, he'll pick that school. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. This is not etched in stone, but he looks to me like a three-year college player and is about a surefire NFL guy, as you will see on a football field. So full court press on a guy who, by the way, is also kicking butt on all Ohio Reds 16 and under basketball team this offseason. We're going to take a quick break, come back and preview today's action. The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount+. Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. She's a can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and $15,000 a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. All right, Bill, we are back. One thing that's been super impressive about Ohio State's guest list is where they've come from. It's been all edges of the map and elsewhere. They've offered guys from Sweden. They've got guys coming in from Florida, California, Texas. But there's a group coming in from California that is very noteworthy. Yeah, it really is a great group of, uh, of players coming in from uh, California today. They're all from uh, St. John Bosco and they, the power, a powerhouse school, one of the best in the country. And it, when it comes to prep football talent. Leading the group is Ernest Green, who uh, is a 2022 offensive lineman that I'm really excited to see today. He, uh, he is planning to work out. You never know for sure that sometimes that changes, but his plan is to work out today. And he's a kid that um, I, I think is one of the top offensive linemen in the country, a huge young man that, again, I'm looking forward to see him today. But there's a couple other prospects. It's a group of over a half dozen players from the school um and there's a couple others that the Buckeyes ha- have offered as well defensive line and Mateo Angelea he of course is DJ the quarterback Clemson's younger brother um uh, very much looking forward to seeing him uh, I'm sure well, I know he'll be with his dad who uh, was out here uh, at uh, one of the earlier camps this year at Ohio State and then you've got the first 2000 2000- 24 prospect that the Buckeyes offer, that being a linebacker, Kingston Viama Asama. And, you know, he is a talented kid too. So, you know, it's, it's going to be an outstanding group. And for High State to get those kids on campus, um, you know, today, it, it really is huge for the program. And it, it really, you know, really helps the recruitment of these kids. Ernest Green is compared to Wyatt Davis on his profile. They touched down about 12 hours ago. We're recording this early Wednesday morning, so you'll get a chance to see one of the best offensive linemen in the country in action today, hopefully. Who else do we expect Ohio State to get a chance to see today that's noteworthy? Well, I think the the other biggest name 
is A.J. Harris, uh, one of the top 2023 defensive backs in the country. And, he, again, he's a, he's a kid that uh, I'm, I'm excited to see. He has had an offer for some time now from Ohio State and um, uh, has indicated a, a pretty strong interest in the Buckeyes. So um, A.J. Harris is probably the biggest name that we know of right now that is planning to be there at Ohio State today, working, working out and all that I'm really excited to see besides the guys that we previously talked about. We will, of course, have Mark Porter there as well today with Bill. Steve Hellwagon will be there. We will have full court press. I'll get you out of here on this, Bill. I get there's a little bit of concern. There haven't been a ton of commitment so far. But if you look across the board, no program has really racked up the commitments during June. It's more of everyone getting their visits. 24-7 sports actually just did a national story about the fact that June commitments have lagged because of the backlog of visits. Would you agree with that? There's really nothing to be concerned about now and the whole pandemic system has kind of just pushed everything back now in terms of evaluations? I totally agree. In fact, I've said this for, uh, for I don't know, weeks and weeks that you're not going to see a lot of commitments those first two weekends in June just because kids have waited a long time, you know, a year and a half. In some cases, they haven't visited a school in two years or ever. So they're going to want to take their visits. They're not going to take just one or two visits, even if they know they love the place and that's where they – uh, very, very, very likely want to go or maybe even have decided to go, they're probably going to take their visits. And that's generally um, what they've done. And, you know, High State's got one of the, as you mentioned, Dan, few commitments so far. They got Caleb Brown. He committed um, af- after, well, he committed the day that he was at Ohio State, June 7th. Um, by the end of the day, he had announced a commitment. So um, there haven't been many, but High State's got one of them. And it'll start to break. I, I, I had said that after the third weekend of visits, and that's the weekend coming up, that's when things will start to break a little bit. I don't expect a, uh, you know, a great number of commitments after that third, but they'll, I think they'll start to pick up a little bit, a little bit more after the fourth week, and it'll you know, head on into uh, late June and early July, and these kids will start uh, popping with their decisions. They call him the dean for a reason. We could not be more appreciative that he dedicated some of his incredibly busy schedule to us this morning. Bill, have a great day. We will be following you intently. Sounds good, Dan. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.